Hey everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to our Great Nature Talks, <clears throat> Great Nature Study Hall, Tech First Everything, Tech First Meditation, Tech First Martial Arts, it's just what we do. And why we call it Tech First? Well, we call it Tech First because it's the technique first. Everything else is just extra shit you don't need. It's just extra stuff that just destroys your whole ability to actually grasp. So we focus on the method, then the work, then everything else if you already got some skill. So <clears throat> um, I'm also recording this live. Not live, sorry. I'm recording this. Well, yeah, recording it live, live recording. Okay, great. It's not live streaming, though, but I want to get this started. So give me a moment to prepare here, and I got some... Stuff happening in the background. Let me shut my windows here. I'm gonna get right on to the idea here, guys and gals. <clears throat> All right. So we're talking about meditation, mindfulness, and the bastardization thereof. And the reason why I call it, <clears throat> excuse me, the bastardization thereof is really simple. I've been practicing meditation for 30 years. 30 years. Of Okay, since 1988. Let me tell you. I've seen the gurus. I've, I haven't been there personally. I've seen their work. Tried to read through books. I just can't get through the first page. And I, you know, I know it's being uh, sarcastic and I'm being a jerk about this. But the fact is, the concept of meditation <clears throat> and the concept of mindfulness has been so screwed. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, people... This is what you're, you're getting and what I've seen build up to become the most prevalent idea of meditation. <clears throat> okay, you ready? You feel good when you sit with your eyes closed and you focus on your breath. But that is meditation. Um, you can focus your attention to your shoulder, uh, to your knee, to different parts of your body that feel pain or stress or discomfort. Um, that's supposed to be meditation. Uh, you feel sad, depressed, so you go and meditate, you bring your mind to your breath, and then you start to feel good and less stress and all that stuff. And that's supposed to be meditation. <clears throat> um, you're doing your work, be it writing, working on the computer, reading something, you know, preparing stats, or whatever it is that you got to do. And you're focusing what you're doing, and you are, uh, um, you know, really mindful of what's going on. That's supposed to be meditation. That's not meditation. Let's jump into what is not mindfulness, <laughs> okay? And I'm, I'm taking a little bit more an aggressive stance today on, on this talk, as I've done in the past with other talks today. It's just a little bit more stronger because it's gotten to a point where there is oversaturation of a misconception. So <clears throat> I want to beat it until it's broken. So here we go. What is not mindfulness? Here is what most say mindfulness is first, Okay. Um, paying attention to everything you're feeling. Um, being able to catch yourself when you lose focus. Um, being aware of the things around you. I mean, I'm being very vague, but this is the talk. The talk is very vague. Okay? <clears throat> being aware, being mindful of how you're feeling. Of where your thoughts go. Um, what your memories are. What your emotions are. The states you're feeling in your meditation. Um, being aware or mindful of the things happening around you, like uh, people passing by in the windows, passing by in the streets, you know? Uh, different sounds, different scents, different smells. This is not mindfulness. 
That's attention. Mindfulness is not attention. And I think we lose the idea of what mindfulness is because of the word itself, mindful. Mind and then full. Like, if your mind is full, that means there is an attention. Well, I'm going to throw this um, nuclear bomb to this concept right now, and I hope it burns the shit out of it all, because this is crazy. Um, I think it's crazy because people aren't getting it. There's more to meditation and mindfulness than what we're getting. Now, there's this this thing someone used to tell me, and um, they're just totally wrong about this, but here's the thing. If someone's going to write a book on meditation that's bigger than half inch, okay, gigantic book, in my video you see my hands gigantic, uh, it's, not, it's not right, it's wrong. Meditation book should be so small, like really thin, a few pages to describe meditation. On one hand, it is almost correct, almost, I'm thinking 5% correct, yeah, meditation is very simple. But because there is a lack of understanding about it, <clears throat> it is no longer simple. It is so confused so confusing that people are feeling good getting into general basic states of euphoria basic states i mean th that's not the end of meditation that's not even meditation but they hit basic states due to their uh, um, application of their mind to uh, a guided meditation a guided practice or single-minded focus practice but they can't stay single-minded so they focusing on a few things be it music gong singing bowls um, incense, okay, music on, on, on the radio or um, internet or whatever. So, this is what's happening. You're having people falling into these states and they're thinking that they're meditating. You feel good, you're in absorption. And people say, well, absorption is a form of meditation. No, absorption is like you didn't even get into meditation yet. That's the thing. When you're meditating, you're not in consciousness. You are not conscious of, you know, as we say, the earth above, uh, the earth below and the sky above. You are not conscious of that. You are not sitting there going, wow, there's a beautiful smell happening. The incense is so sweet and beautiful. You're not focusing on your breath anymore. Okay? You're not focusing on the music. You're not focusing on the person supposedly guiding you. Guided meditation is like walking someone across the street holding their hand. It's like... Putting someone in a paddle boat and paddling them to the next, you know, next shore. We call it Buddhism. Buddhism practice that, you know, um, reaching the other shore. And basically, it's that the, the teacher only can take you so far. They have to, you know, they usually let the student go at the, when they're ready to get on their boat and go to the other side of wisdom, that the teacher leaves them. And now it's the student that has to actually paddle to get to the other shore. And in cultivation practice is that the student actually has to meditate and do the hard work, no more guiding, to actually attain something stable, quote-unquote stable, like wisdom, without discrimination. So here's what mindfulness is. And you can dispute it. I'm intrigued that there will be all these uh, different types of um, rebuttals because I've been seeing how an industry has been created around meditation and mindfulness I've seen before it was like this and as it was developing into it and everything that has been taught is half right half right and um, that's it it's half right there is more than just feeling good 
and feeling good isn't even meditation. So first, let's get to what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is the non-discrimination of all things. Boom, that's the atom bomb. You probably don't get it, but meditators who are on this path for an extremely long time or who have hit certain states would understand this. Mindfulness does not mean you pay attention to everything. Mindfulness is that you don't need to pay attention to everything because everything is not being discriminated on. You are just in the state of doing what you're doing. When you're active, you're not in meditation. When you're active, you are in a state of mindfulness, right? Wrong. If you're active applying practices to cultivate the non-discriminating mind, then you are in a state of mindfulness or you're working the strength to maintain the state of mindfulness, which basically, again, means whatever you are doing, in body, mouth, and mind, that's it. There's nothing else, nothing more, end of story. So if you're driving your car, you're driving your car. The music is not on. Like The music's not even affecting you emotionally, uh, energetically, mentally. You're not even being moved by it. See, mindfulness is that your attention is not fixed, nor is your attention taken. There is no force that is pulling your attention this way or that way. You're not having to worry about the pain in your toe or the little sensation in your lower back or your knee, the air and the sweet smelling incense or how well the gong was banged or what kind of music is being, you don't care. Like that, I don't know if you guys hear the sound uh, in the background, that beeping sound. Yeah, generally it's an annoying damn sound, but that's just shit that's going on around us, right? So we just keep going to what we're doing. It's construction going on outside. Oh well, some people like to meditate when it's nice and peaceful. I do a lot better in chaos. And the reason is because when I learned the meditation when I was eight years old, it wasn't all this pampering. Sit in the right uh, comfortable chair, uh, put on the right music, bang this uh, in- this gong, play this, in- put this incense on, make this music happen. You know, it wasn't these special special tools and all these special sounds and gurus. I had one teacher for about eleven years. Okay, one teacher for eleven years. I stayed with one, basically one technique in my personal sitting practice for five years straight. One technique. In between, I had a few other techniques, but I always stayed with one technique, and that thrust everything into into play here. Excuse me. So meditation, I'm mean, sorry, mindfulness is simply, and I'm using my hands. If you see this video, if you ever get this video on YouTube, you can see I'm using my hands a lot because I want to emphasize the importance <laughs> of this point. Mindfulness is the state of non-discrimination. You see, we'll use these terms void, okay? We're going to use the term void or emptiness, and we're going to use the term full, okay? The void, in quotes, is the holder or the beholder or the seat of where everything is. Now, we're going to screw that up a little bit by stating, in all truth, and I'm looking to the side because I I want to make it where I'm not trying to be too fixed, but I I can't help it. In all actuality, and I'm not saying absolution, I'm just saying, when you see this, you realize that the void, the concept of the void, is still a crutch. And the concept of the one, you know, the many, is still a crutch. So the one and the zero, these concepts are crutches. They're there just to help you kind of put yourself into the right perspective when you're in the cultivation practice like meditation.
then you drop it, like any other technique. So, no, there is no one and the zero. Yes, there is a one and the zero, okay? If you want to hold to that, use it as a crutch, use it as a method to gain perspective, there's going to be a time you have to let it go. This is what I mean now. It goes back into meditation, okay? Meditation is the state of non-discrimination, <laughs> okay? Ultimately, when you're meditating... There is no, oh, my nose itches. There is no music happening. There is no guidance in your meditation. There is no, if there is a guided meditation, it is not guidance meditation. It is just guiding practice. It is not mindfulness. It is not meditation. And you're, when you're sitting there, standing, lying, or walking, because there's four aspects to meditating, right? Four aspects. Standing, sitting, lying, walking. If you're doing any of these four aspects, and you're worrying about anything you're not in meditation if you're applying your mind to a specific technique and you keep reciting or if you're doing recitation method if you're doing visualization method if you have someone guiding you okay this is not meditation those are just means you know like practices to get you to build up concentration in order to enter the state of meditation. And I quote, enter, put in quotes, okay? Because in truth, you're not actually entering. There's nothing that is entering, okay? Again, I'm just going to repeat this because you can't get enough. This is, we're 13 minutes in, maybe just about 13 minutes in. I can't, I can't say this enough. Meditation and mindfulness is the state of non-discrimination. If you're active, you're mindful, if I'm active doing something, like right now I'm focusing on this talk, okay? Podcast and the video. Focusing on that. I have nothing else going on in my mind. That's why I'm like, my body is in it, you know? Like I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm really <laughs> head first. Everything's in this. I mean, I, there's stuff going on because I addressed it before. It's probably still going on. I don't know. I'm in this state. I'm in the state of this is what I'm doing, okay? In the state of meditation, when you enter, quote-unquote, enter meditation state, there is no I. There is no technique. Okay? So when you have five million techniques to meditate, those are not meditation techniques. Those are techniques that develop concentration ability. Maybe, eventually, probably, you'll hit meditative state with that. Maybe. It's possible. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it'll take longer for some. Maybe it's not for others. Okay, think of med uh, okay. I'm going to use the word quote in quotes. Okay, meditation techniques, which you know I just stated, are not actually techniques that get you into meditation. They are techniques that help develop your concentration that may or may not eventually lead you into a state of meditation. Okay, techniques are like clothing. Okay, you got that? Techniques are like clothing. They're like socks. You wear them for some time, then they get holy, then they get nasty, then they get worn out, and you got to throw them away. You can't keep mending it. Okay? Unless you do. You just, you know, you have some really funky looking socks, which is probably cool. The fact is, meditation or techniques that are stated to be meditation techniques are simply techniques that gain or help you develop concentration ability. If you rely on guided meditation techniques, you will be using crutches. When you feel you have enough strength, maybe you'll hit a state of single-minded concentration, hit meditation. If you're using visualization, music, recitation methods, um, 
uh, even 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 uh, huato we we call it or uh, koans, okay, or sayings that help you to keep your focus on what you're doing. Those are still crutches. All of anything that helps you get to a point, remember the keyword is help, is a crutch. That will have to be dropped. Therefore, the ult I'm going to say the ultimate state where you're entering, just entering the door of meditation. You still didn't even get into what happens in refinement of this state. But you just enter the door of meditation. None of those methods exist anymore. They are gone, out the door. If you're looking at meditation techniques to help you keep you steady every day, remember, you're, it's like you're addicted, okay? It's like a drug. You're taking a smoking cigarette, smoking weed, whatever it is. You're addicted, you need it to give you some type of um, uh, safety net, uh, some type of comfort, something that states, hey, I'm gonna have my, my 20 minutes or half hour of you know, calming, relaxing, peaceful happiness. That's what's been sold to everybody as real meditation and mindfulness because it's easy. If something is graspable right away, it is extremely easy and therefore not really going to get you the ultimate strengths that you need. Okay? For example, working out. If you really want to lose weight, work out every single day and eventually you'll see changes. Change your diet. Change when you eat, how much you eat. You keep it constant and you'll get your strength, you'll get your weight, and it'll, you know, fall off of you. Exercise and diet, it's gradual, right? Same thing with any practice. And I'm banging my knee when I'm saying it because it's so damn true. We've been sold, or everyone's been sold, a concept that mindfulness and meditation, you know, it's, it's easy and... It's with guidance, it's with music, it's with this, it's with that. You know what? And some people are going to quote the Buddha. Okay, you can quote the Buddha. Which sutra? Because I love people who meditate. They have statues of Buddhas. And they carry the beads. And they go, oh, yes, I meditate. Oh, yes, I'm in mindfulness meditation. I'm in transcendental meditation. I'm in big finger and big toe meditation. Like, there's all these types of meditation. Those are not meditation. Remember, first of all, <laughs> meditation techniques only are crutches. And they build up ability to concentrate if you are absorbed in what you're doing that's absorption state it is not the state of non-discrimination that you want to hit or hit in quotes i'm using our words that we understand okay it's not those states but you can use the expedient means that are in the sutras the buddhist sutras or whatever tradition you're using Okay, and people say, well, you know, you can put your breath over here, focus your breath here, and then um, when you start to feel like you're losing concentration, um, just stop what you're doing and go back to your breath. Yeah, those are short methods. Like, you need to tell the person, you're not going to be able to shut off your mind because the conscious mind is always blah, 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 blah. You're not going to shut that off. And it's not going to happen if you're dead either. I mean, I'm not saying it only happens when you're dead. That's what I mean. Okay? What I'm saying is that in order for there to be a silence within the mind, you need to know where your mind is. You need to build up such strength in concentration that your six senses are not controlling you and then you hit a state. 
And how long you can maintain that status as long as you, as long as you are able to maintain your ability to concentrate in your expedient means. Okay? Because once you hit that deep state where the sky above and the earth below don't exist anymore, you're not consciously discriminating on these things, and if you start bringing up subconscious, ultra-conscious, throw that shit in the garbage, sorry. There is just this thing. I'm sorry. There's different states of consciousness, but when you start nitpicking at, oh, well, you know, you don't really know this and that... Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Subconscious, ultra-conscious, super-conscious... I don't care about the conscious. I don't care. What I care about when I practiced my meditation was none of those things and very simple. Application. I apply what I'm doing and I'm just doing that. Eventually you break the threshold of your ability to concentrate and you end up going deeper and deeper and deeper. So the ideas of what we see nowadays in meditation, mindfulness, they're half right. There's so much more involved. So remember, if you're one of those Buddha totem carrying, you know, like statues and images and beads and all that, why? Why are you doing that? What is your application of those things? You see behind me, statue of Guan Yin, a picture of Guan Yin, right? Avalokiteshvara Bodhisattva, right? And I got a few others on there. I have them as a methodology to my practice. Understand that everything you can do or everything around you and you place in your life, almost anything, you can't use it as, a, as an excuse just because you, you may have a conscious discrimination about it and you like it or you dislike it or you're this or you're that. So everything around you to a degree, if you are headstrong in cultivation practice, you would keep things around you that help you maintain your focus, reminding you, do this thing. Those are crutches. When you are doing this thing, none of those things are important anymore. That, my friends, mindfulness and meditation. Sorry, it took 22, 23 minutes to tell you, but I can go on and on about this. Check me up on um, Facebook, Great Nature Study Hall. It's our group. Join it. We're going to hold online uh, live um, streaming meditation practice classes, okay? Instagram, Great uh, GN Study Hall, and my other Instagram, Tech First MA. Okay, I have Tech First Meditation, Tech First MMA, uh, MA, all this stuff. Listen, you want meditation, you want true practice and mindfulness, the, the information out there is half right. Check us up, ericoliva.com, and peace.